You are now tuning into Two Kids from the Bronx podcast. Two Kids from the Bronx. Welcome back to another episode of your favorite podcast, Two Kids from the Bronx. Woo! We back again. That's it, that's it. How's it going, Taj? Pretty good, man. How you been? You know, I can't complain. Can't complain. Well, we're recording this on a Friday uh, afternoon. Yeah. Getting ready right before the weekend. Big weekend coming up. Mm, fight weekend. Fight weekend. Mm. NBA playoffs. Mm. <sighs> Avengers. Oh man, this is a it's a crazy weekend. You know, Kentucky Derby. If you like that kind of thing. Into that, you know, <laughs> I heard there's some there's two super horses in it this time. I might put a couple of dollars you on know, that. Might as well. Might See what happens. Yeah. Never know. Never know. But um, I want to start the podcast off on a you know a serious note. Here's the um you know a lot of things been in the news with um Freddie Gray. Baltimore protests, Baltimore yeah. riots, you know, curfews, a lot of news coverage. Um, I feel like it's almost, you know, it's like we've spoken about this before. We definitely, we definitely spoke about this before. It's just now it's a different person. Different person, different state, different city. Same story. Same scenario. Same scenario. And, you know, I don't want us to, like, you know, regurgitate and say exactly what we said before. But, you know, you... You can't help but, you know, feel a certain way. Yeah. Um, this is an interesting uh, situation here because you, you could say that the, the riots here in Baltimore, mm-hmm. they're a bit more, like, they, they were a bit more serious. People mm-hmm. took it a little more, uh, they were, they, they, they really, they're really paying attention to this and, and the way it sparked mm-hmm. and, you know, it, there wasn't a you know a straight up shooting or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the young man Freddie Gray, you know, he was picked up by by the police, mm-hmm. put into the van, and then mysteriously nobody knows somehow his spine ended up severed. Yeah, and he died. Mm-hmm. And I'm no you know doctor, no you know specialist or anything, but I'm pretty sure you know that stuff doesn't just happen. You know. No. You know. <laughs> And there was a lot of like, mm-hmm. um, they tried to tried to spin it, you know, like, um, mm-hmm. oh, you know, there was uh, all these different reports at first, you know, this this didn't happen, it wasn't a, it, you know, it wasn't a, a murder or mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. Somehow he hurt his own self, yeah. or you know, he he killed himself. He didn't die in the yeah. man. He died when he got out. There was yeah. just so many cover ups, cover-ups, and, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all, all these, you know, something that you know. We're familiar with seeing when it comes to, you know, the police and the people. And somebody dying. Somebody dying. And know? the thing that I, I kind of like about the situation is, like, you know, it's they call, we're calling, like, you know, the Baltimore riots. I feel like those, you know, the media is kind of, like, taking that and, like, you know, position in a way where we're, we're forgetting about the big picture. We're forgetting about that, you know, uh, you know Freddie Gray, man, actually died. You know yeah. What I mean? And people are rioting and people are angry and... I, for one, do not, you know, I'm not condoning burning, you know, CVS's down or, you know, things in your community. But, you know, people have to understand this is just all of this built up anger. All this is a culmination. You know, this is just the last straw on the camel's back. Exactly. And that camel's back is racism. It's, um, you know, social inequalities. You know, it's the large gap between classes. And yeah. people feel hopeless, Tosh. Like, I'm, you know, like people... And this, you know, young kids in in Baltimore, young kids in New York, you know, yeah. especially you know, blacks, even you know, some Spanish minorities, you know, they don't have a voice, and they feel like you know, our the lives aren't valuable. 
Precisely. You know, and it's it's just it's really tough, you know, because all these problems, you know, all these riots, you know, it's this is what happens. Yeah. When you know things are built up for too long, mm-hmm. and you know that, you know, pretty much what you say, you know, it's if you if if you watch the the, the different videos mm-hmm. of the of these riots, and you, you can see it, like it's mm-hmm. it's this is anger. This is people, you know, they're acting out out of being fed up and angry. Yeah. And so you know we have this reaction. So yeah, um, everybody might not be out there be, because of Freddie Gray, mm-hmm. but they are out there because they are angry. It's true at the end of the day and that was the trigger you know that just you know made everything it's boil yeah. over it's explode true. it's true and it's not like you know what I mean like I said you know we there are big social gaps in between this you know a lot of you know opportunities you know big differences but it's not like you know young kids were, you know were being racially profiled you know young black kids are dying you know yeah. I can understand if it was you know racially profiled but they're actually like being killed being killed and that's that's just crazy. Mm-hmm. So, it, like, no matter what, how it's spun, you know, mm-hmm. about, you know, yeah, it's wrong, the vandalism and all the destruction is wrong. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you're forgetting that somebody was killed. Sure. Somebody was killed by people who are supposed to be there to protect. To serve and to protect. So, it's like, there's no value in, you know, the lives of these people that are being killed. Mm-hmm. That's true. It's like, you know... We give the police officer, and I'm not saying we're not saying that every police officer, every cop is bad. Of course, you not. know, of course. Just like every protester is not bad, and every protest pro- protester is not a looter, and not is not yeah. you know raiding their stores or being an opportunist. You know, it's it's a little bit of everything. You know, you just can't say all cops are bad, and then you can't say all the protests you know are bad and they're yeah. criminals. You know, and what really gets me mad, it's like you know, the news, every clip on the news, you don't see the peaceful protest time. No. You see the riots. It doesn't sell. Exactly, because it doesn't sell. And it's like, you know, people are being, the media is like, is swaying the masses, you know what I mean? People in middle America say, oh, look at these animals, look at these thugs, look at these criminals, because, you know, they're using this as an opportunity to steal and loot. And that's not the story. That's not, you know what I mean? That's just a small piece of the picture that you know they focus on and yeah. blow up. Exactly, that might be five percent of the people who are out there really protesting. Or five yeah. percent might be looting, but that gets a hundred percent of the coverage of because it, you eluded, you alluded to it perfectly. It's what sells. That's exactly what sells. And it's you know riots sell, racism sells. These are everything that to get people watching, to get advertisers to pay yeah. for commercials, to you know keep the big machine running. That's the twenty-four hour news cycle. You, know, you gotta make news. You have to make news. And, you know, I just kind of feel like it's almost, you know, like a fork in the road almost. Where me, myself, where it's like, you know, I don't condone, you know, with the riots, but the peaceful way is... At some point, when is enough enough? And mm-hmm. when is, like, all right, mm-hmm. you know, peaceful way isn't really working. Mm-hmm. So it's like when, when, when we do make noise, break stuff, or whatever, whatever, that's when the cameras come, that's when you guys look, and that's when, you know, we get the president making statements, mm-hmm. you know. The other way, it, it, it doesn't happen. Nobody yeah. says anything. Nobody. Well, so it's get really overlooked. It's true. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, tough. Yeah. And then, you know, just to go back to kind of the whole, you know, this is not, you know, don't be wrong, Freddie Gray, this is a bad situation. But like we said before, and I, you know, I, I kind of sound like I'm beating on the same drum here, but this is a combination of a lot of things, Todd. Like, you know, our neighborhoods from our yeah. school system, you know what I mean, the lack of education, 
the lack of, uh, you know, a lot of our father figures, a lot of our fathers, you know, aren't around. Exactly. And that's not to say, you know what I mean, that, you know, there's not in, in other communities, but I feel like the overpresence of police, of police sometimes in our And there's not a good rapport between our people mm-hmm. and police. There's just, no. just not. Like, I, I think I heard somebody say, I think I, I don't, forgot what I watched, maybe like um, Young Turks or something, but um, one of the white dudes, he was like, you know, when I when I um when I look a cop in the eye, you know, it's it's no it's nothing. It's like it's no big deal. You know, we just look I'm just look at him, he looks at me and that's it. But you know, when a when a black kid or a Hispanic kid it's, you, you look you, you look at the cop in the eye, you stare him down, you know, he's thinking, yo, what's the problem? What's the problem exactly? What, what's going on? And it's like it's a whole different you know, the dynamic is so different between colored people and cops than, you know, white folk and cops. And the relationship is different. It, it really is. It really is. And, you know, it's, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not black, but, you know, a lot of my best friends are, you know, black, African-American, whatever you want. And, you know, you can't deny the fact, you can't hide your blackness. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no matter where you are, no matter how, you know, what time of day is, I feel like it's always like the thing like in the back of your mind. You know what I mean? And. It shouldn't be like that. Like, it really shouldn't be like that, That's you know? It and it's like, you know, a, a cop will see a black kid and it's like a red flag Yeah. comes out, you know? And I, I, I don't see the answer. You know, we've, we've been... We've That's been, the thing. How do you... We've been speaking about this for so long and, you know, it's like, how do, what do you expect when you, you know, have people living in these poor neighborhoods who, who you know, are over in fo- where it, the the presence of police is so big in such a small com- poor community you know what i mean and then you go to these you know you mean to tell me in white neighborhoods it's not people selling and buying drugs well and i don't even want to say white exactly. you know what i mean because it's such a bad you thing know, yeah. in more affluent you know yeah. communities suburbs you mean to tell me people in the kids in the suburbs and high schools aren't doing the same thing we're doing in the bronx and high schools in the bronx yeah but you know there's so there's such a higher you know, rate of police where these things—it's like we're almost kind of, you know, for, in this predicament where, you know, it's like a cycle almost in a way where you know somebody gets arrested, then you know what happens when someone gets arrested—a a family member—that household is broken. You yeah. lose the presence of you know a father, of a brother, of a cousin, and then that you know figure may not be able to help their younger kids. Uh, grow up with morals and things, and then it's like a non-stop vicious circle. It's a it's a tough cycle, and then, you know, and it's like how do you break this cycle? And it's like how do you how do you police the police? Like <laughs> something like this, whatever what happened to Freddie Gray and that police van? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't happen, and we'll and we'll probably never know what exactly happened. Yeah, uh, you know the the cop that being prosecuted, it's mm-hmm. been it's been deemed a homicide, mm-hmm. but. You mind just wait a couple, couple of days. You know they're they're right now they're they're sitting around trying to think of the spin move right now to figure mm-hmm. out how to how to make this under the rug sweep under the rug. Uh, you know they most likely you know they're gonna make these cops probably fall on their fall on the on the sword. Mm-hmm. You know whatever it takes to not make it an issue within the entire police department. Mm-hmm. You know just to put it on this is something that doesn't really happen. It was them. You know they shouldn't mm-hmm. have done that. But it's the entire system it is. it's broken 
and you know they they move it around and they they'll pin it on this guy, this guy instead of looking at the entire system. Like the police, the the the, the police departments are broken in every city, mm-hmm. in every state in this country. It's the same thing. It it happens from the east coast to the west coast. There's something going on with the police and minorities. It's true because you see, it's not just a New York thing. It's not just a Baltimore thing. No. You know, Missouri, middle. That's you know the Midwest. You know, things in California. It's it, it is. It's, it's all over. Touch. It really is all over. And you know, you said it's broken. And it's I don't broken know. because we have the the police policing the police. Mm-hmm. So when something happens. The people that have to, you know, look into it mm-hmm. are the police. It's true. It's true. And it's like, all right, you know, police work close with, you know, district attorneys, yeah. lawyers to work each other. So it's like, all right, let's say you're the district attorney, I'm the police officer. We work with each other every single day. Yeah. And then something goes wrong, let's say I do something, and then you have to prosecute me, you're my friend. So, you know what I mean? Of course, you're going to look for, you know, plea deals or lesser, you yeah. know, lower the, you know, the whatever the sentence may be, you know, to get maybe a slap on the wrist when it should have been something more. Yeah, be, more yeah. Something more. Something needs to change. The system needs to be reworked. There needs to be an outside organization looking mm-hmm. into the police department. There needs to be outside prosecutors that prosecute police officers. It's, mm-hmm. Everything is too close. Mm-hmm. And nothing's ever going to change that way. And I don't, I really don't know how to fix it. Like, I yeah. really can't think of something where, like, you know what I mean? Because to be honest, like, it really sucks to say this, but in you know five months there'll probably be something else some another another kid another person another man you know who you know is gonna be killed by the police and it's only gonna get worse and worse mm-hmm. and like I re- like you know we both of course we don't agree with the with, with the rioting but what do you do when you know, when you feel like you don't have a voice yeah Exactly. What so. do you do? what do you know what I mean? It's like it goes back to your natural instinct. You know, when a, when a little kid is you know mad or something, or somebody can't speak, a baby, what do they do? They cry they out. Sp- they spaz m- out. They, yeah. Exactly. And you know, this you're seeing a whole generation of you know kids in you know urban communities, you know less less affluent communities who feel like they are invisible, who yeah. feel that they they not they don't matter. So you know what? I'm going to lash out. And if, you know, a CVS gets burned down, so be it. Because my life doesn't matter. You know, people. I feel like people are more mad that the CVS burned down than, than you know, the whole Freddie Gray being dead. People are more mad about that. And it's all on CNN. It's all on, you know, Fox News. Oh, Fox News probably having a field day with of all course. this. Of course. You know, you just know. laughing all the way to the bank. And, you know... We could keep talking about this for hours, and we still, you know, will be talking in circles to a certain extent, you know? Yeah, I mean... And it's like, I've always believed, like, the way to kind of, you know... Like I said it before, you have to get a little uncomfortable before you get comfortable. Yeah. And, you know, us speaking about this, you know, seeing it on TV, things like that, it's just... We need something more rapid, like a rapid change. And, I, you know, I can't see a rapid change coming without some... I don't want to say friendly fire it. or, yeah. you know. You, know, like, you got to face it and yeah. deal with it. And that's the thing. We we don't really face it and deal with it. You know, we go out there, we'll protest, you know, whoever, white, black, whatever. You, we'll mm-hmm. go on that and we'll protest. When it gets to this point, when somebody's dead already, mm-hmm. well, then then that's when you're like, okay, you're doing, you, you crossed the line. You did too much for protesters. Mm-hmm. And then it'll go away. And 
everything will stay the same. Again, it'll be still the same corrupt system. And then, you know, will pop back up again when it goes too far again. Mm-hmm. So, and that's, that's not how you fix the problem. We have to certainly stay on this issue, focus on it, mm-hmm. and find a solution. When it, when things are calm, not just when people are rioting, when everything is calm, we still need to be looking into the, to the, to the police departments and figuring out what's going on. We need to be held accountable for everything they do. You know, there's no accountability until something hits the fan. That's mm-hmm. when it's like, all right, we got to figure out what to do about this now. Yeah, it's true. And I, I really feel like, you know, we need, it kind of, I feel like it starts with the school system, Sanjay. It really does, man. Like, you know, the school systems are broken. The homes are broken. You're only going to create broken people. Yeah. And, and this is what happens when you, you know, when you leave people with, with no hope. And you feel like they're not worth anything. This is what happens. And, it, you know, it sucks to say it. And, it, you know, it really does hurt. You know, when you see stuff like this on the news, and it's like, you know, that could have been me. That could have been you. Yeah. You know, and um, I, got just, I really, you know, I'm to a certain extent, I'm at a loss for words, you know. Because, like, like I said, we can talk about this to a yeah, boom. I mean, what can you say that hasn't already been said, you know? Mm-hmm. It's true. It's the, it's, the, it's the same events. Mm-hmm. Occurring, it's just a, a loop. We're just in a loop right now. Yeah, you know, different face, different place, same story. Different face, different. Place. I like that. I mean, I don't like it, but I mean, you know, that's yeah. well said, very well said. Uh it's kind of shift gears a little bit, right? Still, something, still, you know, something that I watched and I, I know you watched. And at first, I thought it was like, oh, this is a big publicity stunt. You know, they're gonna do this thing to you know get people talking about the whole Bruce Jenner thing. Yeah. You know, things were going, you know, this is when I think almost the, the riots were, I think, beginning to start, I think, last week, right? Yeah. Last week, and then the whole Diane Sawyer, Bruce Jenner coming out, you know, whole story. And, um, like I said, I thought it was going to be a big publicity stunt, and I watched it. I'm not going to lie, it was a good, Diane Sawyer, of course, does a great job. And I came out kind of with a little different perspective after I saw the interview. Yeah? What kind of perspective? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now... You know, watching that interview, I really did believe, like, that he was confused. Confused to the point where it's like, you know, being a transgender and what is a transgender. And, um, because, you know, people, it's like this big stigma. It's this huge stigma about being gay, you know, lesbian, transgender, trans- whatever you want to call it. And I feel like, especially as a man, mm-hmm. it's kind of hard to wrap your eye. Because men, we're so like, you know, we think about, we straight to the point, and a lot of our a lot of our mind, we're thinking about sex. Women, like how many times a day you think about sex? Yeah, All day. And watching that interview, I kind of got like, the thing like, he really doesn't know what he is, because he's not gay. He said, he said he's not gay. That's he said he, he, said yeah, he likes women. That. He likes yeah, women. But he feels like, He's a woman trapped in a man's body yeah. who likes women. Like a lesbian. Like a lesbian. And I was just like, man, this guy is really kind of like... Confused? Confused. Conflicted. I don't want to say confused. Confused, I conflicted. Don't, I don't know. I don't even know what works to you. I don't know what's what's uh, PC. Yeah. <laughs> uh. But I do feel like he really does want to be a woman. 
Yeah, I mean that's clear. I mean mm-hmm. he's going through the procedure. Like people yeah. say, you know, it's a like you know, he, he, he this is all a big publicity for the show for and sure. stuff like that to get paid. But I don't think... gonna go through a transgender change yeah. just to promote a show. Yeah, I don't think it. I, I really don't think like, it at is. some point it's like all right, you know. Yeah, and it it got me thinking with the whole you know things going on in Baltimore, right? Uh huh. Especially in you know more urban communities even you know less affluent communities people are like we don't accept gays hip-hop oh. you know blacks spanish you know any we you know we have a harder time except you know accepting gays lesbians even transgender expect well i could only assume especially transgender well yeah that's a whole nother thing mm-hmm. yeah that's true i mean um and it's definitely a, a very homophobic community. Oh, exactly. And I feel like it's almost ironic in a way where it's like, you know, we want equality so bad. Yeah. But we won't give equality to somebody who's gay or transgender. And that's the thing. People aren't really mindful about that. They're not really thinking about that. It's like, you know, it's like, you know, think think about it. You're doing to, to, to um you know, homosexuals what what's happening to colored people what was happening it's like you know this is the same it's the same thing it's the same exact thing so to 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 be you know hateful towards the towards um homosexual people Mm -hmm. it's it's mind-boggling it's like so you're gonna oppress people when you've you've come through oppression you know what oppression is and to this day you still be you know it's to a certain extent expressed when you're racially profiled and we just won't accept, you know, gays. I mean, I think, I mean, that's a real deep issue, you know, it comes from like, you know, the, you know, there's a lot of male bravado, especially among, you know, urban people, it's true. black people, Spanish people. It's a very male mm-hmm. macho thing. The man is the man, the woman is the woman, you know. And then it's religion, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of, you know. I, I, you know, the religion thing, I'm not extremely religious, you know, of course. Yeah. But still, you know, in the household, brought up that way, you know, that your way. parents were brought up that way, mm-hmm. you know, in the Bible, it's like, you know, you're gay, you're going to hell, you know? It's true, <laughs> like but it's, but I don't think it's like people sin all the time, so when yeah. people say the whole religion thing, I just always like, be like, all right, so isn't, you know, premarital sex, having sex before marriage, that's a sin. Yeah. So, you know, so it's like, I, I that argument. But that's how it works, that's how religious yeah. people are, you know, they only go by what they what want they want to hear, go yeah. by mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works this is very true this is very true and it's like you know the whole gay transgender thing i do believe you are, you are born not to you know may have a quick joke with the lady gaga thing but i do believe you are born that way i, I would i yeah i don't think there's just the switch in your head you know that says okay you know what i like girls or i like boys i, I really do believe you are born with these characteristics, you know, and to to stop somebody from being who they are. But it's the fear. It's that whole fear thing, you know. It's like mm-hmm. if we accept this, you know, mm-hmm. then you know, I have to tell like well, my kids are gonna see this. You know, people are really scared. Like, what if this my kid thinks you yeah. can pick if you're gay or straight, and that that scares people. Yeah. It's always think about the kids, right? Yeah, what the children what about, think. What about my? I don't want my son thinking. You know, he can go and kiss a boy mm-hmm. or a girl and then pick. No, I don't want him to do all that. I don't want him to see guys kissing in public. Mm-hmm. I don't want him to, you know, yeah. people and, are scared. And that's the thing where it's like, you know, you as a parent, that's where you come in. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you, if your kid is going to see 
you know, somebody do something and that's going to automatically change their life. You're not doing your job, you know, parenting. So it's like, at the end of the day, that's, that's your kid. So you have to kind of, you know, let your kids see things and then off of what you've taught and what you've spoken to them and how you raise them, that's where they kind of, you know, make their own decisions and things. Yeah. And it, it is a big fear. And, you know, going back to the whole, you know, kind of, you know, especially black community, Spanish community, they, gay is like, you know. It's like, like, it's, the, it's like the, it's like the, you know, you can, don't act, don't sell. Yeah. You know, like there's a, I, every mm. black Spanish family has some gay yeah. relative somewhere in there, you know. Yeah. Either if he's he's out or not, you you know you know he or she is gay. You 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 you, you don't talk about it. You don't say anything about yeah. it unless you know you're open to, open with it. Yeah. But most families are, and you just keep it under the rug. Under the rug, it, you don't yeah. pay it any mind. And it's like it's it's kind of crazy because it's like even in the Middle East, Arabs, have, you know, you go to Africa, you go to and you know Asia, every culture it's like shunned, man. Like you know, yeah. being gay, it's like. Or you know transgender or anything like that's like you're not a man you're not you know human and it's like you're an abomination yeah it's like everybody's oppressing everybody and everybody wants to be accepted but it's like when you're gay it's like whoa 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 get out of here like what are you doing take that that way yeah or come over here and you know I just always find it so ironic because like you know people who are being oppressed are oppressing others yeah that's and you know it just it is mind-boggling you know it's mind-boggling and um you know and there was the thing that you know with gay guys it was the always argument if somebody's gay oh but if you come to the gym you're gonna be looking at me or, <laughs> nobody wants to see you no more. your girlfriend probably doesn't want to see you naked you think a gay guy's gonna want to see you naked <laughs> nobody wants to see you but like that's the delusion of people you know yeah. they don't understand it and they don't want to understand it they just think you know this is some weird thing. You know, people think it's a disease. Like, mm-hmm. You know, people really don't want to be around it because, one, they, they don't want people to look at them and think, oh, now they're going to think I'm gay or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, or they feel uncomfortable. Like, oh, man, he's gay. I don't even know, like, you know, is he, like, looking at me? Does he Does he want me? Does he want me? Like, yeah. I, what do we talk about? I don't even, I don't, you know, people really get, like, you know, really, like, uncomfortable. And it's like, you know, relax. Yeah. Talk about what you've been talking about. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's so true, man. And, you know, this is another thing where it's like, you know, we can talk for hours about it. And um, I do feel like, you know, people have, you know, gotten more used to, you know, the gay, being gay. I mean, you know, it it's, seems like that's the big push right now, yeah. especially on TV. You, you see of, it. I know all the big shows, there's some, there's some gay action yeah. going on. It's true. It's, it's like it's time to get on board. When it's on TV, that's when you know it's going mainstream. You, know, right? you, know, yeah. you, you can tell when people are pushing an agenda. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's it's at a place now where it's like you know, they, I mean, they're saying like this is like their time for their civil rights movement almost in a sense. I mean, I can see that. You know, I could definitely see that. Like the only thing though, it's like I feel like you know, see like San Francisco, New York, yeah, things like that there is, like, a nice momentum going with the gay movement and stuff like that. But you go to middle America, can't really, man. Yeah, the thing, you see, you can't count places like New York City. Yeah, and, you go to Alabama. Yeah. You go to Mississippi. You step into a whole other world. That's, I'm not, it's like a time machine, man. Yeah. It really is, man. And you're not, when, you know, if, I'm not even going to say when, if, because there's a lot of racism in those, you know, states too. And that, you know, that's even, I think, you know, civil rights 
when was years it was you know years ago, and it's still, of course, it's still you know racism and stuff like that. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be hard. It's an extremely extremely uphill battle. Well, it's gonna take years and years and years, but you know, and it's gonna it's happening. You know, people just gotta accept it. It's, this is happening, you know? It's happening. And then, you know, these older, you know, ignorant people with, you know, stuck in their old ways, they're going to be dying soon. And yeah, their the kids' old. kids are going to be a little bit more, you know, mindful, more liberal, more open-minded. And, you know, I think that's when change will come to a certain extent. But I still feel like there's a long way to go, Taj. Yeah, exactly, it's, it's gonna be a little bit, you know. Yeah. Maybe when years. maybe when you run for president, you know, twenty twenty years from now, you know. Yeah, maybe when I, I saw you change your Twitter name, Tacho Obama. I told you for change. I like that. I like I that. When you run for president, I'll, I'll, I'll that's it. I'll be the I'll be the uh, the vice president. Never know, might do it. Gotta, <laughs> yeah, gotta wait. Hillary up next. Hillary's up next. You ready for that? I'm you run president? I mean, I'm not mad at it. I think I think it's time. You know, men have been you know messing up the world for. For for decades, nah, a woman let a woman to try up. to mess up a world. Yeah, <laughs> I mean she can't do much worse. Exactly. You know, so I mean, why not? You know, she's open minded, she's smart, you know, intelligent lady. And who's to say she wasn't calling the shots when Bill was president? Yeah. She, yeah. You know, who's to say that? You know, yeah. and when Bill was president, it was you know, a great time in America. So I mean, I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see that. Um, let's go on a lighter note, Todd. We've been talking a lot of you know, a lot of <laughs> politics here. You know, hopefully people are still listening. You know, it's just something we want to get off our chest. You know, so if you're still listening, let's take it on light. You know, let's. What, what's been going on lately, man? You've been watching some of these NBA playoffs. Yeah, I've been catching a couple of games. You know, I've been a little tough, but I've been catching the games, man. Yeah. You know, people are counting out the Clippers, man. They, they counted them out earlier. A couple. Yeah. One of my boys counted them out earlier. Said four-one Spurs. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that was. I knew they was going a long series. I mean, I thought. Was, I I thought I didn't think the Clippers were going. We're gonna win Game Six. Yeah, we're recording this on a Friday, so Game Six was yesterday. Um, when you hear this, the series probably might be over. It should be Game Seven Sunday. <laughs> yeah, it'll probably be over. Um, who wins that game? Clippers. In LA. Clippers win in LA. Okay, okay. Right. I, I I can see that. I can definitely. See, I mean, I wouldn't sleep on the Spurs, but it's gonna be a close game. It is gonna be close. I'm root. I'm. I don't know, man. I'm kind of rooting for the Spurs. Just because I would like to see that matchup next round of, you know, Rockets, Spurs, Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. guarding James Harden. I really would want to see that matchup. But I wouldn't be mad at, you know, Blake, CP3 going up against the Rockets. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. What's going on with the, the second round? It's the um, Grizzlies versus Warriors. I think Warriors yeah, just gonna, win that one. Yeah, gonna, gonna, yeah, I see that one. That up easy. On the East, you know, we got, it's going to be Cavs-Bulls, man. Oh, that's going to be fun. That's gonna be fun. That's gonna be fun. Without Kevin Love, do you yeah. do you still have like Cleveland favor or Bulls? I'm still I'm still going with Cleveland. Yeah. I'm not I'm not going to doubt LeBron and Kyrie. I think I think they pull it out, man. Time. To yeah. be honest, I really think they pull out. What what I think hurts them a little bit is Jr. is gonna miss two games. Yeah. And not really so much for the like you know his offense, but he is a good you know knockdown three point shooter, spaces the floor. Um, but they just need to miss that other body, any other wing defender, to kind of you know take the ease off of LeBron and Iman. Um, but I see LeBron playing like you know yeah. four, playing the power forward. They go to a small ball, him guarding Joakim Noah. It's gonna, um, you know, I think that's what it's gonna end up doing. The only thing that I think re- really hurts the Bulls, I mean the Bulls, the Cavs a little bit, is that LeBron, you know, playing the four, he's gonna have to play power forward. Yeah, he won't be able to like 
okay, Derrick Rose is hot right now. Let me go let me shut him down. Yeah, let me go switch over some. You know, or, you know, maybe Jimmy Butler is getting a little hot. Let me go guard him because, you know, LeBron can guard anybody. So, you know, not having Kevin Love there, you know, because, you know, LeBron's going to have to probably guard Joakim. And Mozgov okay. guards, you know, um, Gasol. So it's like without Kevin Love, you know, not in no spacing, you really can't have Tristan Thompson and Mozgov in there. But either way, I think it's going to be close. Uh, yeah, I see this being a really close series. I, I, can go, I see six or seven, but I'm still favoring the Cavs. You got the best player in the world, LeBron James. LeBron James. You know, D-Rose, you know, looked okay. D-Rose but, is looking good. He's looking good now. But, you know, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, right. fool me three times. I'm not believing D-Rose until I see it, you know, with my own two eyes. But it's going to be good basketball. It's going to be good. I mean, it's Bulls are stat, you know. Bulls are stat, Bulls are they got nice bench. They did good. I mean, We'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. You know, I mean, we'll listen, it makes for great entertainment. Um, now nah, let's talk about this, Taj. Fight. Fight. Me and you, we've been talking Fight. about it for a while. Fight. 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 May versus Pack. Tomorrow. Le- tomorrow. Mm. Let me get your prediction. All right. Let you right now. I want to know who wins. Okay. What round. Okay. And how. So the fight starts, all right? Mm-hmm. So we got it. Ding, ding. Mayweather comes out. He's swinging. Bam, bam. They're like, oh, he's going to come this? out. You think yeah. Mayweather's coming who, out swinging? Who is this man right here? Okay. He's going to have him by surprise on the ropes. Nah, but I'm giving the fight to Mayweather. I definitely think it's it's going to be, um, it's going to go back and forth for the first three rounds. Mm-hmm. Mayweather's going to take off after the first round. Mm-hmm. And he's going to get the decision. Unanimous decision, Mayweather. No, it's not going to be unanimous. It's gonna split? Be, it's going to be split. Split. I'm going unanimous decision, Mayweather. Yeah, unanimous. Unanimous. I think, yeah, I'm going straight unanimous. Um, the first couple rounds are gonna be good, like you said, but in the end, Mayweather's gonna, you know, stick and move, stick and move, jab, jab, I'm out, jab, jab, I'm out. Yeah. You know, combination counter punches. Uh, the thing is, Pacquiao throws so many punches. I yeah. feel like Mayweather's gonna, you know, he's gonna land a few, but um. I just feel like he's going to miss so many punches. He might punch himself out, get exhausted. I can um, see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will tell you one thing, though. I just want to see that first power punch that Pacquiao lands because everybody always talks about the power of Pacquiao. I want to see how, once we see how Mayweather reacts, mm-hmm. then, you know, we'll, uh, we'll know what happened. Man, Taj is such a busy guy. We got the phone ringing. <laughs> That's it, man. Um, is that is that Jay Z calling you? Nah, it ain't. It would have said title. Oh, uh, would have said title. <laughs> <laughs> um, something else too. We spoke about title last time. Yeah. Um, Jay Z, man, trying to keep this title movement going. That's right. He he went on the campaign. He was on Twitter telling everybody, "Yo, title's good." Da 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 da. You mm-hmm. know, just laying down some facts for the people. You know, being a good you know spokesman. Offering free concerts. You know. It's a cool concert, you know. Sometimes you gotta stand up, and you know what? Mm-hmm. Let me get out there real quick. Let let me reassure my shareholders that I'm in this to win. You know, mm-hmm. that's you know you gotta keep faith in the shareholders. Like, oh wow, you're gonna do a concert, okay? I mean, that's cool. I think I, I think that's cool. You know, free concert for title subscribers. If you're one of the lucky ones, if you're one of the lucky ones, you know, mm-hmm. it might be me, man. You know, it might be you. It might be me. Yeah, let me you know, know if you get extra I ticket, to, man. Yeah, you, man. You know, you come with me, man. You know, I mean, I think it's cool. I think it's cool. Um, something I, I was gonna text you the other day, but um, I said, you know, let me save it for the pot. When's when we getting this yay yay album? I don't know. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like I'm, it's kind of been, you know, we've been almost, te- um, you know, not teased, but we've been, you know, blessed and, you know, I don't want to say blessed. I don't know. I mean, he dropped, blessed, he dropped a couple songs, you know, and I guess, you know, they didn't really, you know take off like that all like day the all day yeah, didn't yeah. you know like it was like it was really hype for mm-hmm. the like when it first came out yeah. you know the first week or so and then they just kind of just died all the way out so you know they're they're, they're probably just working on it tanker and he's trying to figure out you know what's out yeah. you know because i feel like we've been spoiled with all this good music lately and now it's like you know it's been two weeks where nothing news came out yeah probably a little nervous you know and i'm like man where's this yay man You're a little nervous you know you gotta make sure it's right you know do you think it drops summer yeah, I'm I'm still sticking with um June. June. And if it isn't June, then I don't know. It's probably coming way later. I'm yeah. going with June. That just it just seems like the right time. It's mm-hmm. his month, right there. Drop yeah, he's it in done. June. He's done uh, the last album was June, I think. Yeah. Yeah, drop it in June, man. Exactly. They need that, yay. We so, need this. Yeah. So something every year, you know, me we talk about. It's like who takes over the summer. Yeah. Every summer there's a you know rapper who just like. Boom, this is my summer. You know, I remember Ross had that one summer with, um, you know, BMF and... Um, yeah, yeah, it was a good summer. Yeah, man, that was, yeah. really, that was a really good summer, yeah, you know. A French hat, French Montana had a little run a couple summers ago, ain't worried about nothing. You know, um, of course, you know, Khaled's had a lot of summers. You know, of course, but, Khaled. Yeah, you know, with the whole Drake Amon one. Drake had it. Drake had this. Drake? Drake's had some, yeah, Drake's had some summers. But it's like, you know, every summer, you remember that one song, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that song that's like... That when you hear it, it brings you back to the summer of 2012, summer of, you know, 2014, summer of 1998, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so who do you think is going to be the artist that, like, you know, is going to really take over the summer? Wow, from or the artist that just dropped? Or it might be somebody new. Might, yeah, know? somebody new, you know? It might be Ross again, you never know. Could be Ross. I mean, it could be, um, it might be French, but... um. Meek? I don't know. I don't think it's going to be Meek. Well, he's too busy proposing to Nick. So. <laughs> I'm going to go with... Uh, dang. Yeah, I know. It's a tough question. It's I might go spot. with Drake. Drake, right? I might go with Drake. Drop some new stuff, yeah, too? Yeah, I might go with Drake. He might He might try to pull a fast one on us. Mm-hmm. He just might. Wayne, maybe? I, no. I doubt it. Yeah. I doubt it's going to be Wayne. But the Carter 5 is coming. I don't mm-hmm. know. going to be having him... Many fresh produced it. It's yeah. gonna sound like that old Cash Money sound. Okay. So you know he might have some joints. I'm hoping Ross comes out with some stuff, man. Wait, you know, you know, some more Ross. I would love to meet, man. Remember when I'm Boss came out? Yeah. Man. Yeah. That was big. That's Meek Mill joint too. Yeah. 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 I'm, yeah. I, you know, that's what I want to look forward to. But if Meek drops something within like you know this month or so. Yeah. Might just do it. Yeah, levels. Remember your levels came out. Was that last yeah. summer or was that it two fast. summers? Damn. Not too sure. It was the summer though. <laughs> yeah, those are those are the joints, man. Those are the joints. I mean, we'll see. So I'm sure a lot of you know artists. It might be artists we don't even know. You know. It might be some one of these new cats. These new guys, you know. It might be one of these new guys. It might be you know Rich Homie Quan. Nah. Nah, I ain't gonna be Rich Homie Quan. <laughs> I mean, it could be Young Thug. Could be Young Thug. This could be Young Thug. Yeah, yeah. I forgot all about that dude. Mm-hmm. Might be Young Thug. Yeah. Damn. I mean, we'll see. Damn. <laughs> well, uh, I think that pretty much wraps it up for this one. Um, once again, you know, thank everybody for you know listening. 
You know, you guys are probably getting tired of this, but we are on Twitter. We are on iTunes. We are, we are. Subscribe. Two we kids are. from the Bronx. Oh yeah, let's just say um, we are um, we are taking submissions for music. You know, if you got it's tracks true. or whatever, you up and coming artists, you wanna get your joint out there. Hit us up at our email, two kids from the Bronx at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. You know, well, let's give it a listen. Track, yeah, you know, yeah. if you like it, we might bring you in for an interview. Let you talk. You know, get out there, talk to the people. Tell them, let them know. Well, Todd, to see you next time. That's right. Same place. Same, same time. time. Oh, probably same time. <laughs> you guys get it. Make sure to hit the follow button on our SoundCloud. And follow us on Twitter at 2KidsFromBX. <laughs> <laughs>